Welcome back to the only podcast by robots, for robots, and about robots. This is racist against robots. I don't like that. Hashtag not all robots. Well, that's true. Some robots are made in Mexico. They have this accent. Soy un robot, eh? Nope. That was weird. I am number one. Oh, Juan zero, Juan zero, Juan zero, zero, Juan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Got him. I'm sorry, Grandpa. Hello, and welcome to the I'm Sorry Grandpa podcast. What are we, the I'm Sorry Grandpa podcast? Yeah. That's yeah. what we're called. That's, that's it. That's what we're called. Where we love soccer and also confusing each other and ourselves with weird gender norms and role reversals that rely on outdated so- societal views on sex. I'm your host, Morgan. And with me today is our favorite cross-dressing soccer prodigy. Manny. I don't think... <laughs> it's Manny. Yeah. And the one who cries whenever they lose at sports. Oh, yeah, that's definitely me. That's Keanu. Hi, I'm Keanu. Today, we're talking about She's the Man. Uh, it's the 2006 modern film ad- uh, adaptation of Shakespeare's Twelfth Night, where Amanda Bynes plays Viola Hastings, a female soccer player whose high school cut her sport. So she pretends to be her twin brother, Sebastian, so she can play for the male team at his boarding school while he's ditching to play his music in London. Viola, as Sebastian, falls in love with her new roommate, Duke Orsino, who in turn has a crush on their schoolmate, Olivia, who in turn has a crush on Viola, as Sebastian. Hilarity ensues as they all try to navigate the confusing landscape of high school dating and gender expression. And that's, uh, that's a quick summary of She's the Man. I feel like that's the most intellectual description that movie's ever going to get. What was the intellect in that description? She likes him, he likes her, she likes her as him. Exploring gender differences and dating and romance. Let's get into it, though, with first thoughts. Manny, start us off. It's probably one of Shakespeare's more fun plays. You know, Amanda Bynes really brought the role to life. Um, it's a teen movie. It It's... um. It has a lot of the pitfalls of a teen movie and that the writing's not super tight and that the acting is a bit hammy. But, you know, it's good, honest fun for what it is. And, you know, the general plot actually isn't bad because Shakespeare isn't terrible all the time. Hamlet's got awful, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I personally give it like a fucking five out of ten. Mm. Bam. Rating right now. Done. That's more than I thought you were going to give it, actually. I think you give it like a three or something. I think you should rate movies based on who the audience is. I'm not the audience. And I think the audience would probably like it, but also I think the audience is teenagers and teenagers are dumb. Yeah. I was the audience in 2006 when this came out. A middle schooler who liked Amanda <laughs> Bynes because I used to watch the Amanda Bynes show as a kid. LOL, so random. Meh. <laughs> They use that character. She used that character in the fucking stupid. Oh, who? Um, Eunice? Eunice? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's a character that has like braces and she's like a nerdy, like, ne'er-do-well. Ne'er-do-well, probably she's cool. She's not cool. Um, But yeah, no, this movie is definitely made for teenagers. Uh, 
I'm pretty sure I was just delirious, so I thought this movie was great. <laughs> I hate myself. I fucking hate myself. Okay, here's the pro- here's, here's the reason why I can I say it was great. One reason is because I did it right after work today because I was I I had came home hour drive. I was pissed off at driving. I just needed to like unload on something stupid. This movie's great because it's awful. Second reason, I actually did not have enough time to watch the movie. So I watched it in two times mode for three quarters of the movie. <laughs> um, yeah, so that made it excitingly good for some reason. Like all the action scenes were hard hitting. All the emotions were, all the emotional scenes were short, but painful. I recommend watching all movies like that from now on, actually. Two times um, speed. The way movies were meant to be made. That's why they aren't already like that. It is. But yeah, no, I surprisingly liked it. I think the slapstick was what got it for me the most. So many stupid lines in the movie. Like, I wrote them down. It just, for some reason, they just had me. I am becoming a boomer, and I don't like it. No, those movies were, or not those movies, those quotes were iconic for, like, in middle school. Like, everyone repeated those quotes. I was watching the movie, like, oh, I remember that quote. My friends would always say that. And that one, too. And that one. I have food in my mouth because I don't care about our audience. Um, but on the subject of like iconic quotes, David Cross, uh, or the principal of the school that Sebastian's in, has um, some of the best quotes in the entire movie. The fucking line about heels, where, you know, the um, Amanda Bynes character is wearing heels, but she's pretending to be a boy, and this other guy's like questioning it. And David Cross is just like, <laughs> Have you ever tried to run in heels? It's not easy. Uh, I watched them two times and it was just as funny at twice as fast. I hate the dialogue in this film. <laughs> All the men sound like idiots, which is true, but... That's why I thought it was uh, written by women. At the, uh, there was a certain scene I was like, man, the men are really being portrayed. Like, is, is a man really writing men like this? Or is this women writing men? And I looked it up and it was women writers. I was like, I thought so. This, <laughs> this feels like women writing men. Why did they make this film? What, what what were they capitalizing on? Why soccer of all things? I was gonna say, and again, heel eating. Sorry, not sorry. Um, um, I don't think they were capitalizing on the soccer trend. I think they were capitalizing on the Shakespearean remake trend of that early two thousands era, because that is something that got pumped out a bunch. They were doing like. Re, like modern day reinterpretations of Shakespeare with like a teeny bop twist. Obviously, there's Romeo and Juliet. Ten things I hate about you is a big one. Yeah, Scarlet Letter. Yeah, no, Tame the Shrew. Scarlet Letter is not. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> That's Nathaniel Hall. But that was Easy A, which Amanda Bynes is, was also in her last acting she role was. before. Oh. She kind of stopped. That's true. For, for mental health reasons. Yes, undisclosed reasons. So you, they're jumping onto the, the trend of redoing Shakespeare, but then why cross it with soccer? Because it's popular at the time? Probably. Probably. I think Bend like Beckham probably had just come out or something. Yeah, I think it's like three years apart or something. I think Bend like Beckham was 2002, 2003, and then this was 2006. I have a theory that the reason people use soccer is because it's like the closest, like safest spot bet to like have like international or like ethnic acclaim to like not even actually use them at all in the movies like the last two movies we've seen so far have like 
astounding the very few amounts of well no Ben and Beckham had exclusively like half like Indian cast for a reason but this movie black and brown bodies just kind of take a backseat to the whole damn thing like what was it uh I mentioned I didn't mention I am uh, <laughs> I forget his name already um he hooks up with Yenis at the end oh right? the Red Power Ranger uh, yeah Red Power Ranger from SPD he's in there and then one of her friends very in there very quickly I feel like soccer movies that are like for funsies, just like it's just the backdrop to it because they'll use a lot of like, uh, like brown music or black music in the background just for like because it's cool, I guess. And I don't know. I think that's kind of kind of sad in a way. Like they have to like remove the people who actually play the game to like make it palatable for everyone, which that's just Hollywood, I guess. I'm sad now. <laughs> did you guys like the soccer parts at all yeah i was thinking while watching it that because <laughs> we talked about it in bend it like beckham where i thought the soccer scenes felt really slow and boring uh i felt like the soccer scenes in this were much more fast paced like when the goalies actually dove for the balls it looked like they were actually diving and like hitting the ground and whatever it didn't feel like light little like <laughs> like a playing golf movie magic kind of uh <laughs> it just it's like it was much more faster paced which i think i think it has all to do with the with the directing style um so i enjoyed the soccer moments they were a bit flashy and over the top but i mean i'm not complaining i'm here to be entertained no yeah yeah i totally agree with that sentiment um the fucking i i don't think it's just like the directing too like the camera work was also pretty spot on too. Like the last shot that um, Duke Channing Tatum's character, he like slams it into Amanda Bi- into like Viola and then back to him again. Like there's this uh like this dance to how they work. It's very it kind of reminds me of like Chinese kung fu, like where they have like this choreography, but like it's sick and there's like impact and fluidity to how they do. And it's also interspersed with the narrative that like you know. Girls can do whatever guys can do. So that probably has a little something to it. But for the most part, it's just fun and interesting, like, camera work and um, blocking. Is that what it's called? I don't know what yeah. it's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. blocking. Did we talk about this already? Do any of us like or have played soccer or anything in the past? Oh, Are we soccer right. people? Many of you, like, played soccer at all at any point? Dude, look at my skin color. Yeah, of course. But did you like it at all? No. Look at my weight. Of course not. <laughs> I was a chubby kid playing soccer. No. What chubby kid playing soccer likes soccer? It's all running. <laughs> no one can see your weight or your color in a podcast. They can hear it. They can hear all of it. I'm like, oh, yeah, you can tell from my voice. I'm uh, six feet tall, 275 pounds of big boy, uh, brown as fuck. Guys, by listening to our voice, guess our weight. If you're correct. Oh. Well, I just, I like I just gave mine away. <laughs> we'll like, they know now. Yeah, they can use my voice as a... Yeah, as kind of a parameter. Exactly. From my voice and how heavy I am, they can tell how heavy you guys are from your voice based on the decibels. Yes, now, of course. Exactly. Yes. That's how yeah. voice works it is. now. As no, this is know. how they found Al-Qaeda, you know? They traced them with their voices. 
Yeah, they figured out his weight and was like, he could only fit in this size cave, so he's got to be in that one. (laughs) Vomit. I really enjoyed this movie, like the first like hour or whatever of it. As soon as it gets to the point where like Viola has to like reveal who first like first her brother reveals that he's a guy by pulling down his pants and then she reveals she's a girl by flashing the crowd with her tits, which, you know, a little uh, on the nose. And a little not necessarily accurate to to what gender you are. But exactly. uh, and then like every moment after that, the way everyone was just kind of cool with it and just kind of got on with got on with it. It felt way too rushed, way too forced. Like Olivia, who's been into Viola and Sebastian this whole time, just, is just like, oh, OK. And then it's like, so your brother, though, is the one you were pretending to be. Let me say hey to him. And they just start dating. Like, all right, you didn't even have a conversation with uh, this guy. I mean, I guess she liked the lyrics of his music. Yeah, I was going to point that out exactly. Like, that's that's kind of all we have to go off of. Which is not a romantic relationship at all. It's just, you like my shitty Fall Out Boy lyrics. Uh, you think I'm deep. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, yeah, speaking of uh, Viola... Well, not Viola, but Amanda Bynes. Did you guys like her acting? She's obviously the main star, but like, were you sold on her as like the actress playing Viola? Yeah, I don't think she did. I think she did just as good as everyone else. I don't think her performance lagged or anyone else's like usurped it. I'll agree hard with Morgan there, but I'll also make, I'll also make a statement that all of their acting is subpar. They're all hammy. Yeah, it's not. It's not like an amazingly acted film, but I think, like, I think it was. They were all the same, so I think the director had that tone in mind. Yeah, I could see it. I kind of wish it wasn't all the time, but I guess you get what you paid for. Like, what did you expect? It's Amanda Bynes. She's gonna play the Amanda Bynes character. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 what the demographic was. We're not the target audience. Twenty-seven year olds who. You know, are socially, and you know, we make a lot of dumb jokes, but we are pretty socially conscious people, and we, you know, have active interests and passions in, you know, the arts and music and film and stuff like that. You know, we're not the target demo. The target demo is like preteens and you know, young high schoolers who are just like, oh my god, yes, drama is my life, and it's like, because I mean, that is a thing, you know, like when you're in high school, you think that. The whole world is high school. Oh my god. When Viola admitted to Duke when they when she revealed herself to be a woman and she said, Ah, oh, Duke, I'm in love with you. Oh, it was I was ready to turn the movie off. I felt so much embarrassment <laughs> watching that scene. She hasn't even <laughs> talked to him, like had one conversation with him as herself. And she just admitted she loved him in front of the entire soccer team as soon as revealing her true form. <laughs> her final this isn't form. even my final form. <laughs> David Cross telling people, "Hey, this is not his gender." Like, that's so fucked up. Now that we're talking about the cast, I'm gonna interject here real quick. Channing Tatum. Um, nah, his breakout. This role. was his breakout role. This is his breakout. And Amanda role. Bynes pushed hard for him. Uh, they didn't. They didn't Ooh. want him. Amanda Bynes had seen him in something or worked with him previously. A Mountain Dew, a Mountain Dew commercial. That's all he done. That's what she saw him in. <laughs> yeah, or something. Rid- yeah, it's something ridiculous like that. And she's like, "I want him," and like everybody else was like, uh, "What?" And Amanda Bynes has gone on to be like, "I had a crush on him. That's why I I liked him. I wanted to rub his butt, basically." Um, and yeah, and she did. I mean, and she, she did. did. She got to kiss him in the movie. <laughs> 
Hello, and welcome to the I'm Sorry Grandpa break. Right now what you're hearing is my voice. Wouldn't you rather hear literally anything else? Well, now you can. Petition us at sorrygrandpapodcast at gmail.com to get my annoying voice out of your ears and push your ad here instead. We have like three viewers, trust me. Paying us to put your agenda here is totally worth it. If not for the views, at least do it to get rid of me. I'd buy that ad space for a dollar. Email us now at sorrygrandpapodcast at gmail.com. Welcome back, folks, to the I'm Sorry Grandpa podcast. I'm still your host. My name is, you know, the one. It's that one. So, Keanu Reeves, Matrix Neo. <laughs> as we know, the idea of gender and how to express it can be confusing and difficult, especially as outdated societal norms continue to pervade and disrupt our very idea of what gender is. Today we're going to be looking at two popular genders, male and female, and I'll give you guys both uh, a situation in which you can choose to be either gender. Considering the societal norms attached to these genders, you decide which gender you'll be in the moment, and we will see which gender comes out victorious. This is your choose your own adventure, choose your own gender adventure. Choose, choose your own gender adventure. <laughs> First one. You, uh, you got out of work late, so it's dark and your car is parked far away. You have to walk through an empty and dimly lit street to reach your vehicle. Would you rather do this as a man or a woman? A dude. I'm feeling yeah, bad here. Very, yeah, yeah, this is die. dangerous for women. Man. Okay, man wins. Mark, man wins. Mark one in the man corner. <laughs> Two, an orgasm. Would you rather woman. Do that as a man or a woman? They sound so good from what I've heard. Woman, easily. Yeah, no. Was that a backwards compliment to yourself? <laughs> no, no. I'm, I guess, yeah, now. Uh, but no, no, no. I just... Well, oh no, no, God. it isn't. I, I never make my partners come. Don't even worry about it. Um, <laughs> <That's so crazy. laughs> Don't even worry about it. Self-burn. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd rather be a woman. It's just... It, well, because, you know, I'm a guy. I know what it's like. And, like, just, just even from looking at, like... Because I've had both male and female partners. Male orgasms are like, ugh, ugh, and it's done. But female orgasms can look and, like, like they look cooler. They look way more fun. Because guy orgasms are just, like, fucking grunt, done, I'm tired, get out of my face. Yeah, I agree. Well, women. All right, women, women wins. One man, one woman. All right. Hmm? Two cups. So... Due to circumstances <laughs> beyond your control, you are now permanently hairless everywhere on your body. Would you rather experience this as a man or a woman? This is hard. I don't know. What to oh, it's hard because I just don't want to be hairless in any way, shape, or form. This is the hardest question you've ever pitched to us. It's insane. I think me personally, <laughs> for no particular reason, I'd rather go through it as a woman. Yeah, me too. All right. Fuck you. Make the women deal with it. Gotcha. Make the women deal with it. <laughs> That's two, two in the woman category. We like hairless women and orgasmic women. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, we, we learned so much. We about are, apparently. We're, we're, we're raging <laughs> sexist is what it is. Apparently. Good lord. Uh, number four. A cop pulls you over for speeding, even though you know you were going exactly the speed limit, and you really want to argue the point with them. Would you rather experience this as a man or a woman? I'm brown. I don't want to argue with this cop at all. I'm doing it as a woman. A brown woman now? Does that make it better? 
Oh, that makes it so much worse. That makes it so much worse. Uh, I'm gonna. I don't want to die, and I don't want to get my ass beat. I also don't want to be sexually assaulted by some fucking pig. Um, you know what? On the off chance, or not on the off chance. Not obviously. Not all the cops are sexist or you know terrible people. I on the off chance that it's just a regular ass cop who's just gonna like you know be like, "Ma'am, you're being hysterical." I'll, I'd rather just deal with it as a woman because as a guy, cops will definitely perceive things as a more aggressive thing. And if I try to argue with them, they will definitely yeah. just be like, get the fuck out of this fucking car. I'm going to beat your ass. So, yeah, I'm going to deal with it as a woman. That's exactly yeah. where I was going with that. I agree. Women yeah. Although is. I and but I will I will definitely point out that there that I acknowledge that there is a chance that that cop like re- retorts with sexual violence because that is something that men do. <laughs> but you guys chose women. Women women are overwhelmingly winning. That's never happened to us before. <laughs> All right. Only on this podcast. Here's, here's number five, halfway through. You and your partner are expecting a child through a natural birth. Would you rather experience this as a man or a woman? Man, right? I don't know, it's man. It's you. I, I mean, you know, they, there is something to be said about, like, what it is to do that to deliver a person onto the world there's like a bunch of intense emotional connections that happen there and there's just a bunch of like things going on in your brain chemistry and like yeah you have a bond that can never be replicated as a father and you know you can be a great father and that's not to say that fathers don't have intense bonds with their kids they do they definitely do but like yeah it's such a unique experience that you that us as men will never have so i'm a little curious about it um that being said ow fucking ow Ow, 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 ow. Bodies are not meant to do that, yet somehow they are. Um, Since this is all hypothetical, and since if this was not hypothetical, I'd be like, drug me the fuck up. I'd I'd like to experience the, you know, miracle of childbirth as a woman. No, I'm cool. I don't want to. I'm good. I don't want that pain. We'll leave that one as a, a, we'll go back to that if we need a tiebreaker. We're still at uh, three to one. Working for the United States Army. Man or woman? Man. Yeah, pick man. Okay. Yes. So men making a comeback. We're at three to two. You had a wet dream and you were woken up by a phone call from your mother, which you now have to answer. Would you rather experience this as a man or a woman? Man. I choose man then. We're, we're tied. Three to three to three. You have a date for a school dance and you're picking them up at their house. You're greeted by the strict military vet father. Would you rather experience this as a man or a woman? Man. Why do you say man? Because I feel like that always goes bad for men, right? I've had that exact situation. You just act respectfully in there or whatever. I feel like... That's true. I feel like strict military dads would also probably be misogynistic pricks, so I don't want to deal with that as a woman. As a guy, at the very least, I can put on this Mm. face of machismo where I'm like, hey, sir, thank you so much. Like, you know, this fucking fake respect where it's like, yeah, man, like, I don't actually, you know, give a shit about any of your machismo bullshit. Like, if your daughter wants to fuck, your daughter wants to fuck. If she doesn't, I will respect that and I because I respect her as a person, but not because she's your property, you're an asshole, but I can pretend for the sake. As opposed to if I'm a woman, I have to deal with you as a woman and your whole fucking machismo attitude, it'll probably be like, you know, like, blah, 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 blah condescending and bullshit. Yeah, I don't want to fuck with that. Okay, you've swayed me. Agreed, man. All right, man. While driving to the store, an angry driver behind you keeps honking and tailgating your vehicle as you come up to a yellow light that you have been slowing to a stop for. 
The angry driver is boxed in so they cannot switch lanes and they are clearly furious with their safe driving. Enough to possibly cause an accident. Would you rather experience this as a man or a woman? Man. <sighs> yeah. The last one. Puberty. Man or woman? Man. Yeah, man. Man, man, man. Yeah. All right. Then that's it. I think even regardless of the of the uh, expecting child question, I think man wins. Yeah. Man wins again. Sha. Ooh. Unsurprising. Yeah. It's easier to go through a lot it of is. situations. Either as a man or you guys are both already men. There so is some bias maybe there, more yeah. neutral situations. Agreed. You you want to stick with what you already know. So now we've all come to the conclusion that uh, Men are the superior sex. It's been proven here today, folks. So if you're not a man, hurry up and become one. Man wins. Last kind of back to back to she's the man. Uh, I don't know if you guys want to talk briefly about Amanda Bynes because I just realized watching this movie that she's only been in like nine films before over the course of just like a few years before she, you know has taken an indefinite hiatus from acting because of her mental issues. Fuck Dan Schneider. He probably messed her up a little bit. Dude's a fucking creep. Even if he didn't do a good half of the shit that people have accused him of doing, that dude was just generally on a power trip in terms of the way he directed and like the way he treated people. And like, yeah, he was just kind of a gross person from my understanding anyway. You know, it's hard to say because it's a lot of things where it's like, it's not even like she said, he said. It's a lot of whispers, right? Yeah, it's a lot of Hollywood. But the thing is, everyone knows in Hollywood what's going on. They just can't say anything because of the power dynamic. Which is why whispers speak loudly. Exactly. Which is, you know, the thing with a lot of people for years now... Like, years and years, like, maybe even decades, people were talking about Weinstein, and no one ever really addressed it, and then it got all put out there. And now everyone's like, yeah, it's common knowledge that Weinstein did these terrible things and sexually harassed these women, and is a fucking creep, and Dan Schneider's probably more or less on the same uh, trajectory to infamy as that, and... I mean, being a, you know, a teen actress or a child actress can't be easy in general for your mental health. But there was a lot of stuff going on with Amanda Bynes uh, when she ended up retiring from acting. There was a lot of um, mental health issues going on there that, you know, looks like it stemmed from trauma. But, you know, who can say for sure? You know, we're not professionals. and We're not her therapist. Yeah, we're not her therapists. We don't know her personally, but... From my understanding and from what I've heard and from what people have said who are close to the situation, it seems like Dan Schneider was a scummy dude. Amanda Bynes was put under a lot of pressure and also probably had some scuzzy things happen to her in her life. And it uh, resulted in, you know, the loss of a promising star. Because, yeah, you know, this is a hammy uh, fucking role for her, but her comedic chops were up there. She's a funny girl. I just think this movie in particular is a bit uh, interesting because she talked a bit about uh, playing as a man and how that was kind of difficult for her, but she thought it was kind of rewarding to do it. And then actually witnessing, seeing herself as a man, she said it kind of sent her into a a six-month-long depression. 
just seeing herself with like the short hair, the sideburns, the thicker eyebrows, uh, kind of kind of really set her off. Uh, which I guess maybe showcases uh, a little bit of her of her fragile psyche, even back in two thousand six. Like it was many years that she was clearly kind of struggling. Amanda Bynes kind of represents that whole age of like kids television and her spiral out of act of being an actor actress is also kind of emblematic of what Hollywood does to those kinds of to kids and people who are fledgling even though she like has this very bubbly and sweet personality and all of her like uh her appearances she made a lot of goodwill from like Nickelodeon shows and doing movies with fucking um, Frankie Muniz it wasn't enough to cover up the bad shitness that was hiding behind it all. Not her, but what was happening to her. It's coming to the light now with Britney Spears and the conservatorship that she's been trying to get out of. Just every, all the young stars from like our generation, so many of them got just so wholly fucked over either by their family or trusted uh, adults that were, that were kind of working for them or with them. And it's kind of a, an unfortunate situation that I wish the people in power that, uh, that could would work harder to do something about that. Because these are just young human beings that are, uh, that are being put in vulnerable and terrible situations that really could be avoided by just a few people not being assholes. Yeah, I agree. This one goes out to you, Amanda Bynes. That was a bummer to close on. Yeah, our generation, uh, most of them are. <laughs> Sadly, most fucked. of them didn't make it, unfortunately. Speaking of the next generation, Manny, your next movie is the next generation of movies in soccer. Yeah, I mean, it's also kind of true that the uh, lead actors in this uh, film are from the generation that pre- that precedes us. Um, Maybe we kind of hit the tail end of like their early career, but I think we were all a little bit too old to really enjoy them in their prime. In the sweet life of Zach and Cody, I'm talking, of course, about the Spruce Twins, starring in Just for Ooh. Kicks. Uh, fun little fact about this movie Ooh. that will be addressed further upon uh, next week is that I had a uh, co-worker at, who I worked with who actually uh, plays the antagonist of this film. So cool little fact there. No way. I can't wait to watch it. Oh, I'm going to look this up now. This is going to be a really bad film. I hope it's a bad film. Yeah, this was the I'm Sorry Grandpa podcast. I'm the one that talks. Um, I'm the one who plugs the Instagram. Check out our Instagram at the I'm Sorry Grandpa podcast over there. And uh, maybe follow us I'll on our socials. I'll be your dirty little secret, dirty little secret. Oh, that was good. My dirty little secret is I like to be bald everywhere. Even my eyelashes. Well, mm-hmm. um, like Danny DeVito coming out of a couch now. naked. <laughs> and my dirty secret is that I'm going to kill my girlfriend tonight. <laughs> I'm sorry, Grandpa. I'm sorry, Grandpa. Bye, Grandpa. Have fun. She's the Grandpa. Can you guys do a good, uh, like, stereotypical hefty fat voice? Hey, 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 hey. 
I'm fat. That seems. You sound like. Yeah, it seems like you're. You sound like too much. Bill Cosby. No, it's, it's like. Well, it's, you said stereotypical, yeah, didn't the, you? Yeah, but that's too much. It's, that's the no, stereotypical. No, no, it's more like. Hey guys, there's a sandwich thing, Give me a fucking cheeseburger. That also seems too much in the other direction. <laughs> but it's literally what I sound like when I want a cheeseburger, so I think you're wrong. 